Always. Interesting. Even in the summer? Does it yeah. not melt? Is it spray on or is it roll on? It's a roll on. If, if you do a That's stick, risky. a stick will melt. Will melt. Milk. Yeah, the milk, right? <laughs> you can milk your deodorant. Google it. <laughs> yes. I, Bill, the staff. Is, me. I'm sorry. Are you in love with me or something? I, I always on. love you in a non-sexual way, of course. Uh huh. But we're, we're Mark. Where we? <laughs> you know what? No matter how you spin your dreidel, if it comes up ideal golfer, you win. Is that how that works? Kyle's so bad. <laughs> that was so bad. And that might be the worst. I'm half Jewish. I don't care if you're true? half anything. It's, Isn't it's that true? full bad. Isn't that true? What? When you spin the dreidel, yeah. you get a prize, right? Or something like that? If you <sighs> Just go to idealgolfer.com. Next yeah. to me in a restaurant. I was like, you know, I wonder how most restaurateurs, restaurant, yeah, restaurant, people who own restaurants. <laughs> You freak yourself out now. I did it right, right? Yeah, you kind of yeah. did. We didn't okay. say anything. We were just, you were moving. Uh, that was a good start. Like, restaurant-tier. Tour. 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 Yeah. I have a recommendation for you, though. What? On your puppy issue. What? You need Kill to... it. Yeah, so anyway. He's... This one, I'll look this last one because I like it. Hey, Max, I think we'll be seeing this swing at the Waste Management Open in 2020. This guy's like... Really grinding goes. Yeah, you can afford if you can afford a spot in the Wednesday pro am. I said that about five of them ago. Yeah, thanks for coming. Did he really? Yeah. They also have a a foot long Kobe hot dog that's supposed to be out of this world. He's also got a uh, uh, he does some sort of bacon thing now. This like pork belly bacon thing. Ask for the pork belly bacon thing. I'm not. I'm serious. It's like really. It's that's what I just said. It's really good. I mean, Bob could probably tell me exactly what it's called, but no, just call it, it the may pork even belly be, bacon thing. May even be off menu because then they'll know that they heard it on the tea box. The pork belly bacon bacon thing. thing. You know what I'm talking about, there, right? Yeah. Well, good morning. It is 8.03 on a Saturday. It's 8 o'clock. It's December 28th. And if all those things are in alignment, then this would be the tee box. I'm Rick Arnett. Normally Craig Rosengarden by my side, but he is out in Phoenix working one of our uh, uh, junior golf tournaments. Yeah, so he's a, he's a company man. He takes stuff on his... Takes it under his own wing and he says, if we don't have enough people, he'll go. So team player goes to Arizona he is in the wintertime. Yeah, yeah, that's too shabby. Tough business. Although he went to Vegas, I don't know, about three weeks ago, and it was snowing. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, he did anything under 80 degrees, he's freezing. Yeah. I can't imagine what he's going to be like when he's about 70. But in his stead, one of my faves, two-time PGA Tour winner, Paul Stankowski. Good morning to you, filling in. Happy holidays. To be here this early in the morning. Is it? All the way up here in Frisco. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, because we're at Crest Cars. We are. And uh, whenever we're at Crest Cars, people start waiting for me to post what we're having for breakfast. It usually happens around 9 o'clock. I just had my breakfast. It's food porn. It's in my cup. MCT oil and A little coffee. coconut oil, a little butter, and mm-hmm. some... And some, uh, I got this coffee, and it's called 
something like death. As they say it's the Sounds world's awesome. strongest coffee. Probably not a good idea. Death wish. So is it stronger than espresso or cappuccino? I don't, I don't know. Or? It tastes like, because when you mix it with coconut oil and butter, it... Yeah, it smooths it, it out. It tastes... It's kind of really like good. P- putting half and half in. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't drink it black because it's. I mean, is is black. Like there's no brown in it. It's the darkest. Does it taste good? In this cup right here, with all the good with stuff the good I put stuff? in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's why good. do you, why do you have why do you drink that? Well, I just tried that brand, but I oh. drink these coffee, coconut oil, and butter because it's it's good for me. It's fat in the morning. I want fat for fuel, baby. I tried that. I tried to. Follow your routine. Do the keto diet. I just cheat too much. When you, yeah, well, you can't. That's cheat. my problem. And when you start off with bulletproof coffee, this uh-huh. is not, that's the brand name. Right, this right. is not bulletproof, but you, you need to stay near a bathroom, like within, I didn't notice within that. ten steps. Well, good for you. I didn't notice that so much. That's good. Some I didn't people, notice immediate evacuation. <laughs> yeah, coconut oil and butter together usually wants to exit as the body as quickly. You're sprinting. So you, you need to. It's good breakfast talk. Stay I like close. This. Yeah, but anyway. Thanks, thanks for is. coming. Uh, thanks for coming out today because we always appreciate it. We have a lot of stuff to get to because it's year end. There's nothing going on today. There's nothing going on this weekend really in the world of golf. I noticed that because when I popped on the Golf Channel this morning just to see what's going on, usually they have something going on in Europe. They had Chris Cuomo uh, infomercials. It seemed like awesome. He's doing. Uh, he, he actually, it's not bad. He had a bunch of uh, fitness instructors with him and what to do and. I can see when, when golfers go to their the fitness trainer, trailer and all that, they're not benching 300 pounds. They're doing a bunch of bungee cord stuff, you know, a bunch of flexibility. and and uh, You know, there. yeah, you're right. As a whole, there are a lot of guys, though, that do lift and squat. Yeah, Rory. Like way too much. Yeah. Well, I don't think he does it anymore. Or he does it. It's got to kill your he's back. He's changed. I'm sorry. Well, you got to think, too. I, I don't know. Uh, hey. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's so pretty we good. should all probably do what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think as a whole, you're right. There are a lot of um, different type of modalities now that you can, you I can think utilize with, to get stronger and more flexible. I was going to say, I think with, with golf you need to have strength, but you also need to be supple, flexible. Yeah. And that way you don't break down. Stability and mobility. Yeah, right? or a very couple, good. A couple key words that we all strive for. Yep. Hey, you know, uh, this is the last Saturday of the last month of the year. Last Saturday of the last month. This is December. Yes. So this is the this is crunch time. This is like quadruple witching hour for car dealers. Cuz this is when they want to make the last amount of whatever sales they can to get their quota, to get whatever bonuses they get from the manufacturers. And Crest Infinity, you can get a QX or, or I'm sorry, Q50 Lux edition, 379 a month. That's fabulous. That's a great car. It is a fantastic car. And they have a QX50, their new little uh, crossover, that's 469 a month. And if you want to get a Cadillac, you can get an XT4 for a mere 499 a month. And you get all the you get all the benefits of working with these fine people. You get uh, free loaner cars and all that good stuff. And then over at uh, Crest Volvo uh, uh, in Plano, off 75, you can get a, what can you get there? What did I find? Duncan McPhail, great P1. Uh, you can get an XC60. That's a really good SUV. Yeah. 435 a month. Yes! Worthy. That's awesome. Very worthy. You know what? And, heck, if even if you're not shopping for cars, come over here today anyway because they have amazing food. They do have amazing food. 
They have breakfast paninis. They got eggs Benedict. They got classic French omelet, old-fashioned oatmeal, tropical green smoothie. That seems like it has your name all over it. No, it's too much sugar. <laughs> but everything else looks pretty good. That omelet, um, yeah, this is good stuff. This See, is I can a great actually place. read that now that I have the correct pair of eyes in there. Now, the last time, one of the last times we did a show together, we were at the Volvo store. Yeah. And I was just learning how to use these contacts. These are special oh, contacts. Right. You still have them. Yeah, I still have them. But <laughs> I just started wearing them. And they're kind of a pain when you first start wearing them because you've got to put them in this little cup and you've got to put this fluid in there and you've got to pop them in your eye. And, and if it doesn't go in right, if you've got an air bubble, you're, you're toast. So as I'm driving over to the dealer, I'm seeing everything like in a kaleidoscope. <laughs> you know, thinking, Which is always great I'm driving. thinking, holy crap. So I go into the bathroom to go, to go switch it out, right? course i i was new so i didn't know this when you never leave an, a drain open you know uh-huh. put a piece of paper down there and i watch it it comes out of out of the, my eye and i watch it go doink 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 right down the sink and i'm panicking right i i i unassembled the entire sink uh pipes and then i tried to wash it off as best i could and the, and the and when i went back to the doctor he said not bad because <laughs> i wouldn't wear them again but not bad <laughs> yeah i know what can i tell you yeah. anyway happy holidays to one and all we have another one coming up on uh kind of mere few days and then it's 2020 that's crazy remember when it was 1999 and we were all worried about the computers yep everything is going to go down the hill well we should have been worrying about something because that's when the market died right after that about three yeah. months later that's when the the dot-com boom ended i remember been a thud. Uh, we have Kern out of here, Engineering. Welcome back. Good morning. Yeah, happy holidays. Happy holidays to both of you. He was. Uh, he's proudly showing off his new carbon. Uh, his carbon wallet. That's carbon cool. fiber I've wallet. Seen those? You know, you st- you see things on social media, mm-hmm. and half the stuff is crap. But they that, look that awesome. Looks really cool, but it looks good. Yeah, it does. Well, he's. I love he's it. He's their new spokesman. That's He'll show everybody. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they come in different colors or just that really? Well, cool carbon top? fiber is. It's usually one color. I right. Well, I, I got it as a gift. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's cool. So you didn't make it. No. So you can't be proud of it. You're just happy you have it. He's pr- proud. He's of proud of it well, because yeah. But you didn't make it. You just you just got it. How you about, didn't even buy it. He's no, happy to own it. He's <laughs> happy to own it. It's really cool. I'm I'm a bit jealous. And it's slim. Yeah, well, yeah right? that's what it it's is. It's not a big it. old fat thing in your pocket. So here's the deal. So everybody used to wear their wallets in in their back pocket, mm-hmm. and and like my brother has a trifold, and that's not good for your back, yeah. right? So now everybody starts wearing their wear their cell phone in their front pocket. They wear their wallet in their front pocket. So you have to slim down, otherwise you look a little, yeah. a little ridiculous. Hey, I have I have a pair of jeans that have a it's a rear cell phone pocket. It's above and to the side of the regular pocket, and it's small enough, it's slim enough that your phone goes in it. So you never sit on it. It kind of so it's almost like a side saddle, but it but it's in the back, like a holster. It's but like a, on the inside. Yeah, but it's not on your <laughs> side. It's literally like if you took your pocket, yeah. and it would be like the right half of the right pocket, uh-huh. and maybe just a smidge over. So, but you don't when you sit, you can't feel it. Interesting. And it kind of sits a little. It's it's a little higher than the pocket, like that pocket. Or you could just take it out of your pocket and put it on the table. In front this of is you. very true. But if you forget, I always forget. Like I'm like I feel my pockets for right. my phone. I'm like where's my I do phone? That too. I'm like oh, it's up in that one. I do that too. So it's kind of cool. Anyway, it's a sneaky little new cell phone. Pocket. I like that. Hey, uh, happy holidays back at the station to uh, Jay King. Good morning to you. Good morning. Did you have a good uh, Christmas? Uh, I did. Festivus or Hanukkah or Yeah, it was uh, a good Christmas. I went all the way around the Metroplex, and then I stayed up all night here. I had to work overnight on Christmas. That was fun. 
But I got enough sleep like the day before, so I did like You could sleep while you're there. Well, I'm not going to. back in the day, I'm you gonna, could put on 30-minute songs and just take a break and then come back whenever. not going to ask myself for anything there. Yeah, not, I, I agree. Uh, we also have Zach Babb doing tickers twice an hour. Good morning to you. Good morning. You doing some dry dock stuff, weren't you, this week or last week? Uh, dry dock tickers, yes. I I've heard him in, in a, a traffic report, I think. I, I swear yeah, that was you. No, yes, I did do traffic once because uh, Becca got sick, so I had to uh, do an emergency fill-in for her one morning. So I've kind of been jumping around this week here. I used to do traffic reports, but out in the field. Really? Yeah, like they the old helicopter over the highway. I, I've done a helicopter. <laughs> Helicopter's overrated. Really? It really you, is. You did that? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's overrated. What was the guy in L.A.? It's what a guy who rides in no, helicopter. Uh, what was his say? name? Uh, KFI in the sky. What was that? I don't know. They had a Remember billion. And Hal J. Not Hal J. Um, God, who's the other guy? Who's the sidekick for a billion years over at BAP? Um, somebody will tweet us, at our net, Rick, at my name. Paul Stankowski. Yeah. There you go. Easy. Um, somebody will tell me. I. But, yeah, he'd been there for years. Bruce but I think Wayne. Bruce Wayne came no, it wasn't, this guy. Yeah, but it wasn't Bruce Wayne. It was uh, Hal J. and there's another guy. I want to say he flew a plane, though. I don't think he was in a helicopter. Bruce Wayne? No, <laughs> it's not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Get off Batman. Come on. Um, this is brought to you by the greatness of Ideal Golfer, where if you're still looking for a, a super deal, maybe you're celebrating Christmas a little bit late. We're celebrating two Christmases, one on Wednesday and one tomorrow because my kids will be in town. So There you go. Um you can get a round of golf at Fossil Creek for mere 39 bucks with a crush burger. You can get a stay and play at Links Land's End. It's out east a little bit, about an hour and a half. Unlimited golf for two days. I got a story about that. $99. Golf course after your. And Old American. Ooh. You can get that for 75 bucks. That's half off. It's $150 retail, 75 bucks. So That's a cool place. Get to it now. Get to it now. And don't forget Wolf Dancer down in Hill Country. Is that good? One of my favorite courses. Really? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. In the middle of nowhere. It's out in, not Bernie. Um, I'll have to look. But it's, uh, yeah, there's a there's a hotel there, really nice hotel. And uh, Kelly O'Donnell is the GM out there. It's it's great. It feels like you're in the middle of nowhere, which is, and it's all foresty, and you see deer. Ooh, and Love it. You almost forget about playing golf. You just want to kind of chill and so do whatever. So with this weather we've had the last mm-hmm. week, yeah. tell me you we're on the golf course. I know you're dressed up for golf today. Once. Just once. Just once? Well, I had to get stuff done before the holidays, and then I had to do a little. I'm a, more of a last-minute Christmas shopper. Yeah. I'm not a planner way ahead, and thank God for Amazon. Amazon is Amazon. great. One Amazon. click. And One they, click. They bring it to you. Like right sometimes, to as soon as you hit enter, your doorbell rings. Yeah, I've got stuff within three hours. It's amazing. Yeah, they're crazy. All right, let's get this show rolling. It is uh, 8, woo, 8.15 on the ticket. Up next... This is what we're going to do for the rest of the show. We are just going to chat. We are going to talk golf. This is what Paul and I do when we get together on a, on a variety of subjects. But the next one I want to talk about is what everybody in our office was rooting so hard for at the Champions Tour Q School. I want to talk about that next on the ticket. The greatness of Club Corp and their one membership. You can join a course and then you can play their, the other courses in their rota around the country. Get half off food, all that good stuff. Uh, check it out at clubcorp.com. Again, we'll just be, uh, be yapping. This is the end of the year. Nobody's playing right now. 
So this is kind of be a little reflective, a little uh, if if Paul Paul has some good opinions on stuff, and if and if you, even if you don't agree with him, he's passionate about it, and I'll take that any day. <laughs> but um, so what happened? Uh, I guess this was this was December sixth. Yeah, third through the sixth. Yeah. Okay. So you just turned. 50, right? Or are you close to it? I turned on December 2nd. Okay. Can you qualify if you're not quite 50, but you will be? Yes. As long as, I think it's July 1. Okay. If you turn 50 prior to the next July or maybe June 1, um, yeah, you can do it. Okay. And so You can't start until, obviously, your birthday. So you, ha- you had two PGA Tour wins. You made X amount of cuts. Um, that did not give you any leeway you didn't get a pass to qualify that before instead of going to q school no it used to i know yeah a couple they, years ago tighten this sucker up it's yeah. a closed shop three years ago it was multiple i think if you had multiple wins you got uh, two years mm-hmm. of 50 51 category yep. uh, exempt and um and they they changed it they yeah, changed so, a lot like yeah. todd hamilton won a major he yes. got one year i think <clears throat> well that yeah i think because no, he had to go I, back to he, he's, he had to go back to Q school. Yeah, this but year. how old's Todd? He's got to be fifty-four. It's up there, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. fifty-five. Um, well, he won a major and the Honda. And the Honda, yeah. So at four points, I think you need five points. So technically, <laughs> really? if you had, I mean, if you win a major, you should be able to get in. I mean, there's well, guys that have won anything. Sean McKeel won a major, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, he had to go to Q school, and uh, they, they, it's a tough. It's but a he tough. Never won anything else? Closed. They only take shot. five. And how many did they take for the Monday qualifiers? They take four. four. Okay, four. Yeah, um, but they only take shot. five versus twenty-five for the for the PGA Tour. Yeah, it, you know, you know what though? But it's fine. I mean, it is what it is. There's eighty guys, seventy-eight guys at the finals. Um, it it is a it's a it's a tough tour to get on. Period. And uh, because the, it's the, an annuity tour, the there's sad... hardly any cuts except for the majors, which there's Correct. like nine of them. Yeah, there's like fifteen <laughs> events I think that don't have a cut of the twenty-something. Um, yeah, it's a hard and it's a hard five. I, I, you know, had I played a little better, gotten a playoff, you're playing off for that spot. Yeah. I mean, Craig Bowden last year finished uh, two shots behind the leader, the winner, mm-hmm. two shots behind the winner in a playoff for like four for two or three for two. And right. He he got out. He he was out and he gets nothing because he uh-huh. never won. So the the going into Q school, I had the ability to Monday qualify. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm exempt into the senior British as a as a former tour winner. Okay, and if you You're won do the it? PJ Tour or the European Tour, um, the year you turn fifty, you get in that. Absolutely, I'm going to do it. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, now I, I, I have basically the exact same status now as I did going in. So. Well, here's the crazy: we were all rooting for you like crazy in the office because you went sixty-seven, sixty-eight, sixty-seven. And where were you? Where were you after three rounds? Tied for second. Tied, tied for second. Okay, and then you parred every hole in the front. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think I made one birdie and, and eight pars. I was I had twelve pars and a birdie through the first. Okay, you had a birdie on four. Okay, you had a birdie on four. So you're one under, and then you get to the back nine and you're doing okay. Pars through thirteen, then fourteen through eighteen, you went two over. So what? Ha- what? So what's going on in that mindset? Do, are you a scoreboard watcher? Are uh, you no? Why I mean, not? I typically do, but we don't have. They didn't have scoreboards out there. They didn't. No, no scoreboards whatsoever. So how did you know where you were fitting? I well, 
there are phones. Standing. And my, I asked my caddy on 18 in the fair, well, after I took my drop right. in the water, I'm like, I said, were, were we close? Cause I knew, I mean, I was in second, but I was a shot ahead of, I was in the second to last group. So there were three, I, I was basically on the number, mm-hmm. right? Um, starting the day, I'm one under par through, through 14, 13 holes. I was mm-hmm. one under for the day. And I'm, and I'm at that point, I'm thinking I'm probably a couple shots out of the number. Okay. You know, cause I, it was perfect. It's dome golf. If I was on the number, I'm one under through 13 on a golf course that guys are going low. I, I'm assuming everybody's playing well. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, but the, I didn't know until I, it, I got in the fairway and he said, you know, we, I think we need to make birdie here. And I just came off a birdie, but I, I just hit my tee shot in the water. So I'm, I'm taking a drop off of, into the rough off a hanging line to a back left pin over water. Oh, perfect. And a six iron in my hand. You got that. And I got to make it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did hit a great shot to six feet. I ended up missing that putt too, but um, to miss it by two Probably shots. Probably better that than a lip out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if I needed to make that. It, you know, it was still a gut punch. It was it, sure. it was as. Um, Were you surprised as well one. you played? Because ten under, that's pretty salty. You, you, haven't, know, you haven't been playing a lot of competitive golf. I have not, and I was. Um, I was really proud of you. Thank you, especially I, under the pressure and what what you had you on know, the line. I had high hopes yeah. for the week, but I had I, I didn't know what to expect because I, I did play six tournaments in the, in this season, two thousand nineteen. Uh-huh. Five on the Corn Ferry and one on the PGA Tour. Um, all of which, when I went to those events, I wasn't expecting to play well. I just wanted to get inside the ropes, get nervous again, and, and see kind of where my game was. Sure. All play, all those were kind of steps toward getting to Q school. Okay. When I got to move up a, a set of tees, and I know golf course is going to be about 7,000 yards, and I'm playing against guys who hit it they my distance it. instead of hitting it. I mean, I, I was still driven guys. by 50, 60, 80 <laughs> yards on the, on the Corn Ferry Tour. I'm it's serious. Demoralizing. It's demoralizing. <laughs> So all that to be said, I was incur. You know, I was ex- I was ex- I had high hopes. I wanted one of those cards. Sure. And the first day I played flawless golf from for seventeen and a half holes, mm. and I laid up on a par five that wasn't gettable in two. To a I had one hundred and twenty yards, but to a pin in the sitting on this back plateau and um, into a. <clears throat> Six mile an hour wind, six yard wind. Okay, and I knew if I hit a, a wedge, it was probably going to land hole high and then spin back down the slope. So I tried to chip a nine. Well, that brings over into play. Sure, over falls off, and I hit a little flat. Came in a little flat, mm-hmm. landed about hole high, one hop over the green, mm-hmm. and don't get up and down. It was the only bad shot I hit all day, um, and I missed about a five footer. Hit a decent chip to about five or six feet. And I missed that. So you're so I make, so make bogey the first day and shoot. <laughs> Four under. Yeah, that was really good. And still, even though with that, I'm like, you know what? I played great, and I was I, I, finishing that round. I was so encouraged um, because I thought my way around the golf course well. I battled with the anxiety that mm-hmm. you, that you have. Sure, you, know, the, you have the a lot of time to stuff. think too. That's the problem with golf. Yeah, and I walked. Everybody, I think 90 percent of the guys or more drove carts. Really, and I can't stand driving because I get so stiff. So I walked. Um, Plus, you rush. You get your ball. Then what do you do? I know. Well, it'd be, you know, they played pretty you're quickly. Walking, there's like a good I, pace, though. It was because everyone was in carts. I was I was playing catch up a lot, but um, but I didn't get stiff, which was great. So anyway, I was super encouraged day one. Day two, right out of the gate, hybrid off the tee, hit a little toe draw hybrid into the penalty area mm. in the water, and make bogey. And then a couple holes later, I, I tugged a seven iron, just left, hit an easy pitch, don't get it up and down, bogey. Um, then I did miss a, a 
a green on a par five. I made another bogey on eight. I think I, I don't know if I made a birdie in there, but I, I made three bogeys in the first eight holes, and, and then you rallied. And I was slipping, and then I made four birdies in a row. You know, and, and it was in spite of even the start that start that second day. I was very patient and calm and focused, good. and and I just it's a marathon. It, it is a marathon, and I've always. I've always had good success at Q schools. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you have. because I don't. I'm not a guy that goes all in early. I just kind of. I'm like, this is about You're 72 tortoise. holes or 108 holes at the old Q school. Pace yourself and just do it. And and I did. And then third day, got off to a. I, mean, I played really solid again the third day. Um, had an issue with uh, a cameraman. Mm. Not that he did anything. Right. It's just that I saw him from uh-huh. 105 yards away after I missed the green from 110. Need yards. more tunnel vision. Well. It was weird, Rick, and and for the first time all week, this is the ninth hole on Saturday. I I shrunk internally. I I, I looked down. I couldn't look at this camera, and I mm. got I I don't know why I had such fear right. of a camera. And I've known this guy for thirty years. <laughs> you know, like he's a he's a friend, but I couldn't even look at him. I I had a hard pitch with a, a less than good lie pine straw under my golf ball one piece that I couldn't move and right. so it was just one of those Everything I couldn't flop it I tried you. to bump it I, I hit a very mediocre pitch shot to 20 feet and then I ran it by th- almost four feet I mm. missed it coming back I make double mm. and all the while I had my head down like I I couldn't look at this camera it was the weirdest thing ever um, but that's what competitional duty and I so I failed there in staying focused, staying present on my shot. I, I got, I started seeing things, right? Right. And um, I, by the time I got to the next tee box, he had set up behind the eighth, the, the tenth tee, and and as I walked up to the to the tee alone, the other guys were in the cart, mm-hmm. locked eyes with him, said, "How you doing?" He had right. you know pleasantries, mm-hmm. and and, um, and I and I came right back right back into focus, huh. uh, and just happened to hit. Uh, a three wood of a lifetime. I hit it just in the, just outside of the left bunker. But I'm standing in this bunker. My ball's 18 <laughs> inches above my feet, and the ball is about eight inches up from the bunker. Sounds in, great. In tight, like yeah. tight grass. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So I couldn't even lay up. You I practice that shot a lot too, don't you? Balls. Yeah, but I couldn't even hit a seven iron. I couldn't because the hosel. <laughs> right. I couldn't get the. Yeah, you're the, on the shaft. So I said, just give me the three wood. I had 240 to the front edge. I said, just give me a three wood. There's no hosel. I right. can't shank a three wood. And right. I choked it up to the end of the grip mm-hmm. and baseballed it and hit a just a bullet 10 feet short of the green right in the throat. And I chipped in for eagle. Nice. And was off and running. But, you know, and I got back into it. So that, But that ninth hole, when I saw that camera guy i it was weird um which yeah in 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 sport uh in, in whatever you're doing you've got to be able to focus you yep. have to be able to push back distraction uh, or deal with it in a good way and i didn't at that point let's talk about that further when we come back that was brought to you by the greatness of arcus golf go to arcusgolf.com you can get their players prime program play all their courses for a, a pittance and you also get free range balls and you get a free crush burger there you go at arcusgolf.com all right, more with Paul, and then we start peppering him with some questions here on Sports Radio 1310, 96.7 The Ticket, or something like that. All right, the newly reopened Waterview Golf Course out in Relet brings you this segment. They went to Bermuda Greens, one of the few that that had bent. And I think there's only one left in the Metroplex public-wise that's bent grass greens. Bridges, bridges and, and firewheel. That's it. Everything else, and it's smart. Because bent doesn't grow out here very well, and you might get two or three months that it's awesome, or 
your press and trailer or something and you get about 7,000 rounds a year on it so there's not a lot of play and they have all the money in the world so they can do whatever they want to it. Um, but yeah, they're making Bermuda Greens as, as good as bent these days, at least as far you got you can roll them now. And Well, that's that's the thing too is that you're, you can play year-round on fast yeah. greens. And they'll stay that way. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the wintertime, it's a, you know... The, it's a little, that, that's their rough one, by, but still. By the time spring comes around, you can see, you know, 150 holes mm-hmm. that haven't healed yet. They're just filled in. But, in fact, they're faster in the wintertime because it's... The grass they're not growing. growing. And, but in the summertime, and that's what I noticed, like, at TPC Southwind and, mm-hmm. and where we used to play the tournament Mississippi... They went from bent. And yep. When we play them in the summertime, you could you could hit a three iron on a bullet and it would plug. Mm-hmm. So there was no pin that you couldn't get to. Yep. And then they made in Bermuda, and you had now to they're think bouncing. About shots and, and yeah, it's and the greens are. I remember playing in, in Mississippi, and it was July fourth, a hundred degrees outside, and the greens were so good, and they're like twelve on the stint meter. Mm-hmm. That was unheard of with bent. That's Paul Stankowski two-time PGA Tour player, and hopeful to be on the uh, Champions Tour. Are you going to do some Monday qualifiers and stuff? I am going to do it all year long. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll, there's 14 that I can I can qualify for. and uh, A little bit closer. There's 14 of which I can qualify for. I'm back. There I you go. I was talking from the bathroom. That's all right. Ago. No, no. Um, and uh, I'm going to do them all. Good. I'm in the British... Um, I'll try for the senior open. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Like a kid again, you know? Well, this is, well, you are a kid comparatively. Amen. You're young. It's the one birthday you get. In, I don't think there's any sport or job on earth that you instantly get younger. Comparatively. You 50. Yeah, you're the youngest of the lot. And you have about, unless you're Bernard Longer, you have about four years, five years so to make a lot of your money. So, because there's always younger guys coming up. Me to four or five years. No, you know what I'm saying, but I see that. He's a good friend. He is. But I see that. He's great. Uh, you know what? People make right a lot now, of their hay. As we sit here in yeah. cars, I will take four years. That's what I'm saying. If I could do it for four years, I'd be very happy. But I'm, I'm kind of hoping. I, I, I honestly, I don't see myself at 62, still getting excited about putting golf shoes on and go out there and swinging. And, I think it uh, depends on how you play. Guys. I mean, I when you're longer, I mean, he's never out of a tournament, it seems like, and he wins right. everything. Um, yeah, life so, is good for those And guys. why wouldn't he? He's got nothing. That's his hobby. Yeah. He's he's essentially retired. He's just playing golf and making money at it. Yeah, that's a good hobby. <laughs> right? <laughs> Most hobbies cost money, right? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So anyway, so we'll be uh, watching that. And uh, do you get the same exemptions? Do you get a two-year exemption if you win a Champions Tour event? I, you know, that's a good question. Because it is so I closed. Know. I mean, I always called it, in lack of a better term, the annuity tour, yeah. because they have such few cuts and and they don't want a lot of people in it. Yeah, you yeah. know, this is this is my clubhouse. This it, is my treehouse. It's for it's, it's. I think it's designed really for guys who have won a bunch and major champions. Yeah, they should have not named it PGA Tour Champions, because I am one. I'm a two time yep. and I and I can't play. So they should have named it like. Ultra champions, or <laughs> more than two years, or well, they can make the it five a beer. point champions, or whatever. I mean, right. it's something. I mean, the senior. What was wrong with the senior tour? Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I'm I'm excited to have a chance. I, I got to live a dream for 20 years, mm-hmm. um, and this is this is you know extra holes over time. Whatever it's bonus hour. I, I don't. If I can only play one all year, which is a senior British, if that's the only one I get into in, in I'm. 
I'm going to embrace it. Are they less, gr- lack of a better term, are they less grindy on the on the Champions Tour, more chummy? Because, again, there's so many tournaments with no cuts yeah. that you're going to make money just showing up. Yeah, the guys are, uh, I've never seen a Champions Tour player that isn't smiling. Even even like Monty. Away, away from golf. Yeah, it's the most even fun. Even Monty's a nice it. guy these think days. Think about it. It's three rounds. Uh-huh. Yeah, but how, how many pro-am rounds do you have? One or two? Well, there's two pro-am days. Okay. You know, the a sponsor invite, I believe, and, and a, the Q School guy, I think we have to play both. So okay. if I, or even the Monday, the qualifier. Um, but, you know, guys like Lee Jansen and, and you know, Bernhard and mm-hmm. Karen, I think they're playing just one. So they're, they're playing one pro-am, which I love the pro-ams. It's fun getting, the, you know, paired up with guys who – uh, well, you always are just having it. fun. It, it was a fun. It's a fun deal instead of going and getting beat up. But and you never the, know who you're going to run into. Well, Might be a true. future sponsor. You don't know. I know, and, and I never really thought of it that way. I just, I just, it's a nice. Bonus. I like to to find the the guy who really sucks and, right? and try to help him a little bit, and uh, and he'll he'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. So when you're watch when you're in these pro ams, is there a common thread what what guys struggle with the most? Yeah, you know, I, I call it golf IQ. Okay. Um, you know, most most amateurs really don't know how to play the game of golf. It's not about hitting the golf ball, mm-hmm. but um, they they're trying to hit yeah, a miracle there, there shot. Is, there is the, if 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 an amateur golfer sat on a on a, a hole here in Dallas, you go to the the AT and T and and you sit there on any hole at at Trinity mm-hmm. um, and just watch. All day, watch what each pro does and their pre-shot routine, yep. kind of their routine. And there's there's a, a commonality, a theme behind everybody. Sure. They all have a routine. Not and, haphazard. And, and it's not like where they put the tee in the ground mm-hmm. on, on a tee box. Right. There's a rhyme and a reason to it as opposed to – but the average golfer – they have no idea. They just stick it in the ground anywhere. They look at the pin. They hit it. And there's no planning. There's no strategy. Now, granted, a tour pro can hit a golf ball within a, a 30-foot circle sure. at, on call. And the average golfer, you know, might be able to hit it in a 30-acre <laughs> uh, plot. So I, I get we need to be more specific because we can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but most guys don't. They just there's no. They just hit it. And then they expect to be really good. But even good players, like your good player at the club, they don't. I mean, nobody stands on the right side of the tee marker. Right. Um, you know, they stand wherever. They stand behind guys, and, and so I don't know. I, I just I, I, the management element to the game of golf for these guys is, is it. There is none. That's why I always thought a playing lesson was was really beneficial. You go out with your with your PGA tour professional, PGA professional, right. And you go play three or four holes, and they ask you, okay, what are you thinking about on this hole? What, what's your mindset? What's your plan? Are you going from green to tee? Are you going, you know, what do you yeah. want to leave you with? All that kind of stuff. So what, what's your big miss? How do you want to play off that? Mm-hmm. And, it's, and without getting paralysis by analysis, it does help you think, because you do have time on a golf course. It's not like, you know, as you're walking to your ball, which I always like walking more, more than riding, because you rush to your ball when you're riding, yeah. and you don't get that pacing. Yeah. There's no rhythm. You know, it's interesting to watch um, e- even good players uh, when they're at home, like a tour player. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when he's at home, he's out hitting golf balls, playing golf with his buddies, whatever. Sure. You have a rangefinder in hand. You shoot the pin. It, it, say the pin's five off the right edge and there's water right. 
they shoot the pin, and they fire at the pin. Uh-huh. And they do it all the time when you're playing with your buddies at home. Sure. Because it doesn't matter, right? In a tournament golf, they're not firing at pins. Like, very rarely are they going, I'm taking dead aim. Now, 120 yards, whatever, but... You start getting nine irons and eight irons and seven irons in their hand, and they're not firing at pins unless it's in the middle of the green sure. or a, a, what I call a green light hole. But there, there's strategy to aiming and where you want the ball to finish. And, you know, uh, there's a reason that, that good players do that mm-hmm. um, is because it gives you the best opportunity to, to play well and to shoot a good number. Um, you know, there's a guy that, that has a, a system out now is trying to teach people um, this concept and and uh, but it, you know the concept's been around for a hundred years uh, in the mind of the great player. And, That's and, awesome. But look at our food just came. Oh, oh my gosh, egg whites, bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You can have my bread. I will. You like toast. I will. But anyway, that's the deal. And I, I think that it's just if the average golfer learned to manage his game better on a golf course, manage it. Don't have to work on positions of your golf, the, the golf swing, how to hit the ball, just where to aim, be more strategic. They're going to shoot lower scores. You know what I liked? When I had my shoulder surgery, and for a while I couldn't make a full swing, it took me like four months to make a, a true full swing, mm-hmm. I would just chip. Yeah. And it's amazing when you chip, when you practice that part of your game, how many strokes you take off. It's oh, it's ridiculous oh, yeah. because nobody when you go to a range, nobody wants to work on what they're bad at. Yeah. Everybody just wants if you hit a driver well, I'm just gonna keep hitting that ad nauseum. Well, you're not learning anything. Right. You know, switch up the clubs, act like you're on a golf course. You know, but nobody gets the same club three times in a row typically. Right. It's old putter. Yeah. Yeah, well we try not to do that either. <laughs> All right, we're out of here at Crest Cars today, Crest Infinity Crest, Cadillac Crest Volvo. And uh up next, start asking uh, Paul about about the tour, if he was uh, if he was the golf czar for a day, what would he do? We'll talk about all that next as he fills in for Craig at uh, on the tee box. Next on the ticket, the greatness of PGA Tour Superstores—they have a bunch of locations. The ones I know for sure: South Lake, Plano, all here. So check them out. They probably have some pretty good buys going right now after Christmas. You never know. You would never think. Know. You never know. All right, so we got Paul Stankowski on today, two-time PGA Tour winner. You like hearing that? It's better one or none. Yeah, it. You know, yeah. I never really think about it, Rick, until you just brought it up. But you know what? I was thinking about this. So, two is there's guys on tour. Bryony Baird and Skip Kendall played 400, 450 starts, never won. I wonder how many golfers. How many pros have teed it up in a PGA Tour event? What's the percentage of people that have won? Oof. I'll bet it's pretty low. Uh, yeah, I would think it's pretty low. So, two is is really good. Yeah, two out of what, 402 starts. Hey, We're here's the thing, worthy. though. We're <laughs> you're, you're playing. He's very worthy. You, uh, you're, but here's the problem. It's not like tennis where you're you're playing against just one guy. You can you can match play most people, I think. It's when you have to beat you have to be the hottest golfer of 150 or 140, and that's what's tough. Everybody has a week in there somewhere, right? Yeah, I had two. Yeah, well, hey, that's it. But, but, but here's the thing: two. you still have to beat a full field. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. It's it, it's yeah, two out of 400. <laughs> 
That's not still no. pretty good. It's not very good. Uh, but there's so many. Pe- there's so many percentage. more people that haven't won anything. I oh, know that's true. I'm so, grateful, man. Hey, I, like I say, as a little boy, I dreamt of doing it. Mm-hmm. I watched the old TV and watched Tom Watson and the guys do their thing, and I couldn't wait uh, to have a chance to do that. And I got to do it. I, and and then on top of that, the icing on the cake was I, I yeah I got to win twice. There you go. Um, and so no, I'm 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 completely grateful. That was a long time ago, though. Think about that, 1997. Well, you can get a resurgence. You can you can be young again. You're 50. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to the 50 is the new 30 or whatever. That's at least what I keep saying. That's okay, good. so you're – Keep telling yourself. See, <laughs> you're, the, you're the golf czar. Um, Jay Monahan decides to step down for a while and go live on an island, and they pick you. Mm. Mm. What's the first couple things you do? Well, we got a lot of issues. Okay. Well, I, I don't say we have a lot. How about prioritize? There are not a lot of issues, actually. I, I think it seems that, it's running fairly smoothly. I, I, yes, I think that you know a lot of stuff is blown out of proportion, um, but I think I would allow rangefinders right out of the get go. Me too. Yeah. What's the what's the ruling against that? The officials I spoke to said it would slow down play. How okay. does that slow down? Play? I don't know. Because I still see caddies walking stuff off. I know. That's they the, still try and find sprinkler heads. The they, thing is, our yardage books. I wish. I wish we could show our our listener what it looks like. They're ridiculous. It They're has like hieroglyphics. Every bit of information we need is yes. in that book. Yes, I mean, it is. Now we have to walk it off, but a hundred yards away, I can look at my golf ball in the fairway. I can look at my book and I can locate a sprinkler that's going to be within five yards of my ball. And right. before I get to my ball, I can have an idea. I'm going to be around. X to the front of the green. Okay. Um, so we get the information. Anyway, we're going to get it. It takes longer to get it because we're not shooting it. But I, th- I still think, as I mentioned in the last segment, when you know you shoot a pin, we're not trying to land it the distance of the pin. We're trying to land a golf ball that's going to end up the near the pin, okay, or pin high. Oh, I always so, hear this. I always hear how much to clear the bunker uh-huh, in front sure. of the green. Yeah, that well, sometimes sometimes you can't shoot the bunker right. because it might be a little lower lower yeah. lip. So you're still going to get the book. So guys are still going to be in the book, but the caddy can get to the ball, duke, shoot it, and go. Okay, write it in his book. We got 153 to the hole, and then he can go. He can backtrack and go. Okay, it's 131 front, 53 hole, 47 covers. Okay, so that way the the player I'm looking at it, go. Okay, I know I I got 147. Um, to cover a bunker, 53 to the hole, right. and I might go. Oh, how much? How much behind it? You know, mm-hmm. I'll say there's. It's 64. Okay, yeah. cool. Now I know there's 47 to 64. I go. Okay, that's a. Uh, it's a nuclear nine. If I want to get really cute, mm-hmm. or it's a chippy eight, um, and and that's you know, and then it all depends on the green soft, greens hard, whatever. Well, but, here's a stupid. It, the you're allowed to use rangefinders in practice rounds. Sure. So what the hell's the difference? I, it, my point is, we're going to get the number. Yes. We're going to get the number. Now, where how long the, is it going to take range you? Finder, is where it gets crazy. Players don't need a rangefinder uh, on a par three or in the fairway because there are sprinklers. Yes. you're going to have a sprinkler within ten yards of your golf ball mm-hmm. because they're usually twenty yards apart in the yep. fairway. And so, if you're in the fairway, you're going to you're going to have a number quickly. It's when you hit it sideways foul ball on the trees and right. you have to now you got to walk a weird angle the guy's got to walk 50 yards to find a head and then figure out what it is and okay now what's the carry on that bunker because the green that is now skewed our mm-hmm. little grids on the green right shoot it shoot the lip shoot the thing it, it, it you would think so anyway i would allow rangefinders um and we had an issue with our yardage books like old yardage books okay are no longer legal 
because the the grids on the book on the greens on the greens yes are too large. Okay, so it, that it, yes, if it sounds productive, if it sounds stupid, it is. Yeah, there are arrows on the greens that that kind of show the the yeah, the, the, the slope mm-hmm. of those arrows have to be. I mean, it's a font size issue. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Ted Scott was pulling out eight and a half by eleven sheets of paper. Bubba Watson's case. Look, at, yes, and my point in this whole thing, I we're talking about paper, we're talking about size right. of print. Right. It's stupid. I cannot believe the powers that be even went that direction. Who gives a rip what guys are looking at? So what's the players' committee do? So here's my point: is penalize guys for taking too long. Give them all the information they want. You got forty seconds. Right. I don't care if you're calling a phone and a friend. Mm-hmm. I, do whatever you need to do to get the information, but pull that trigger in forty seconds, or you're going to start getting penalized. Right. That's how you take care of it. You, they tried to battle slow play, one of the ways by limiting the size of the the grids on the paper. I, who carries readers with them? Because the font is pretty darn small. Uh, I can't them. even read them anymore. Because exactly. I'm like ah. Oh, well, that's a disadvantage to a guy who doesn't have great eyes, mm-hmm. an older guy, right? right? So my, my whole point, we're missing the boat. It, it all comes down to penalize players for slow play, period. I don't care. Like, there shouldn't be great. There's so much dang gray area in, in that world of golf. Think about how different it is. In the NFL, every wide receiver, every safety, every cornerback, they're all trying to cheat on every play. Absolutely. Linemen. Everybody's cheating on every single edge. play to get and an not edge, get caught. right? In not golf, we don't cheat. No. Okay, but the gray area is timing. Mm-hmm. Like, but those those when the guy misses, like they blow the whistle for delay a game yep. when it goes to double zero. Yep. If the guy doesn't, re- if it doesn't leave his fingertip when the red box comes in basketball, it's it's too late. Yep. Right. They're definitive on that, but pass interferences, they're not, and all these. But in golf, we don't care about the time. So who? But so, we care about the time. But so, we're not doing anything about it. So they're going to need a, a an extra official on every hole, and with a stopwatch. You know what? Flava Flav clocks <laughs> on on our guys. I don't care what they do. I think horns ought to go off. Yeah, if, me too. At thirty seconds, it's like the most annoying sound in the world, right? And Something. then the peer pressure is going to start getting to you. Yeah, I, it's like man, you know, your horns blowing way too often. I don't care what it is. It, it, Truly, they did it on the European tour where they had a cart with every group, and it had a, cl- a shot clock on the that. side of the cart, yeah. and it, it counted down. I think you got one timeout around or something. Like if you got caught off guard, you could say, hey, I need a time, and they'll mm-hmm. stop it. Um, I don't know the numbers, how much faster they played, but I'm assuming they played more quickly. Um, they penalized, I think, a couple guys. I think every week, every day on the PGA Tour, somebody should get penalized for slow play. It should happen every day. It shouldn't be a uh, an anomaly. Like it should be a reality because it does take sometimes longer to play. Mm-hmm. And the importance of the moment, the on Sunday, the back nine on Sunday, sure. you're going to see guys take longer um, as shots mean more. I find that I, say that I find quotes. that with the lead groups. Yeah. So there might be a a, a hole, hole and a half, maybe two behind. They're not going to get hammered because they're but they're, they're leading. They are. They'll, they'll be put on the clock. I mean, sure. the officials do put you on the clock, and and there might be some fines that, that we don't know about because typically they're not going to. No, they don't uh, disclose. They, there's there's not. We'll know a penalty shot. Yes. I mean, I, and I think that we need to start doing just straight up. Uh, do you get a warning? I don't know. PGA Tour needs to be more transparent. 
They need yeah. they need to disclose what the fines are when guys cuss. Hey, guys cuss. We get it. So who's cusses the most? I mean, guys want to know that kind of stuff. And if and if it costs them ten grand, twenty grand, whatever that is, the PGA Tour is like the emperor's new clothes. They want to portray that nothing is wrong with their players, nothing is wrong with their system. And there's a lot wrong because we're all human. Yeah, we're human. And just admit it. Yeah. And I think they would be much more, um, I don't want to say approachable, um, I can relate to them better. You know, you guys aren't cyborgs out there hitting great shots all the time. You guys yeah. mess up. Yeah. Know, golf is a game of misses. It's like baseball. Mm. And what's your, what's the, to what degree, though? Yeah, we got to play our foul balls. Yeah, typically. Typically. Yeah. So those two. I, I think if you, if you allowed rain finders mm-hmm. and, um, like you say, all the little, like literally, we've had players that used a book from a couple years ago because they didn't want to buy a new book. Right. And, and it's, a, it's an honest mistake. Sure. Get get disqualified or penalized for you or disqualified for using a, a book, an old book. Think about it. all it is is information. Mm-hmm. Why are they care? Why do they care about information? You still got to hit the shot. You got to hit the shot. I like I say, I don't care how much info you the player has. Make sure they do it in a timely manner. And if they take forty seconds, if it takes forty one and we're allowed forty, sorry. Mm-hmm. Here's what I don't get. When the guys, the longer hitters on tour are typically waiting for the, they're the last ones to hit out of the fairway, right? Mm -hmm. They're not ready when it's their turn. They have all the time in the world to get this thing done. When when their turn happens, okay, they have to be, think about this. If Bubba Watson's playing with me, he's going to be 50 yards ahead of me. Okay, if I'm in the middle of the fairway and he's in the middle of the fairway, he he can walk up a little bit to the side, side, but he can't get too far up. Right. You know, it's like... If he is, he needs to to be still. Mm-hmm. We had an issue, Bubba and Elkington, years ago, where <laughs> Bubba was yelling at him and called him a few f bombs, and they they got into it because Elk walked ahead. Yeah, and and so anyway, you you have to respect the, the guy that's whose turn it is to hit, um, and not be gathering a bunch of data or moving around a lot. So, but once I hit. It, the clock's not on him. The clock is on the guy once he gets in position. So yes. once they get up to the golf ball, boom, then the clock gets on. They can get their numbers. But remember I said before, from 100 yards away, you can have an idea, an idea yeah. of how far you got to the front. You can already start planning. Get your book out. Look at the look, wind, and go, hey, the back of, my ball is just short of that bunker. The back of that bunker is 145 front. I'm going to have about 150. Mm-hmm. You already know that. Then you can just go and, and get an actual number. It doesn't take very long. But if you're planning ahead, far too many players on the greens have a 10-footer. Another guy's got a 20-footer. Homeboy's over there picking his toenails while this guy's getting ready to putt and putts. And then he taps in, and then the guy gets in and starts reading his putt. Like, stop that. Like, be prepared. Read a putt from the side. If you always walk Mm -hmm. to the side, be prepared. Look, okay, with the grain, yeah, the grain's going away from me. You can start preparing for this putt while the other guys are, are playing to be ready. That happens not enough on the PGA Tour. Therefore, it takes longer to play. That's one of the issues. But, um, yeah. Well, I know when I, have, when I go to tournaments in person, I, outside of doing the interviews and everything, I can't stand it because it, it's, it's like watch, watching grass grow. I mean, it's, it's horrible. Yeah, well, the, the pace see, is really I, tough. What's funny is, like, I don't notice it on TV. I don't notice That's it. That's because everything's slowly. edited. Yeah. It, you know, you're not watching Jim Jim Furyk's pre-shot routine or or uh, Kevin Na when he couldn't pull the trigger unless they want to out him. Um, yeah. So you're seeing everything right before they hit. And yeah. I know the slow players on tour. If a guy takes 40 seconds, say a guy takes 39, another guy takes 45. Yep. Okay, one's playing within the rules and one's not. 
you you can't you can't notice six seconds. This guy's taking way too long. Six seconds. Okay, you're not really noticing that. It's the the minute and a half program, right? Where guys are taking Shambo. way too long. JB Holmes. It's you think of anchoring. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, we're we're changing, but it's, yeah, yeah. it's prove a point. Bernhard and Scotty can can sit there and they're their left thumb be touching their shirt, mm-hmm. which is a, a half an inch from their body, right. that's not anchoring. Right. You move it, now you touch your skin, that's anchoring. The, the difference is literally a quarter of an inch, but you can't see it. So it looks like they're anchoring, right? right. To the naked eye, you're not really noticing. You can't really tell, but they may or may not be doing it. Slow play, it's not the 39 to 43 seconds. One guy's under, one guy's over. It's the J.B. Holmes. It's the Bryson DeChambeau that has everything red, and then he's like, oh, gosh, something went wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's do this again. And it takes a minute, two minutes, three minutes. Bryson, not to single him out, he he, he does take a long time. He's not the only guy, and no. he doesn't take longer than everybody else. He, he We just see more of it. My point, on my point on, on you know, you're the cussing, the, the guys dropping F-bombs and getting fined, well, if you're on TV, you're probably going to be heard more, mm-hmm. and so therefore you might get fined more. Like but, Tiger. But you're obviously making more because you're on TV, and there's a reason you're on TV because you're playing well, versus the guys who never get on TV aren't obviously playing well, and who gives a rip of the cuffs because sure. you're not hearing it on TV. So the guys who are on all the time can afford the fine because they're they're playing very well. Um, so it, it comes with the territory. Um, you know, NBA players in practice cuss all they want. Nobody's listening. You know, game time Gosh, or hockey or whatever. Oh my so God, hockey's the worst. It's, you know, obviously our sport is listened to by by kids of all ages, and, mm-hmm. and I get it. And uh, but you're right, a- athletes will say things under the under the gun. They'll do things mm-hmm. when they because they you forget that you got a hundred thousand people watching. Yeah, tunnel vision. They or, go, oh yeah, I'm playing a golf tournament. Yeah, I mean, if if Tiger Woods can take a a bad drop at the Masters, DJ mm-hmm. can ground a club in a bunker, even though things happen under the gun under intense pressure. Uh, because it's different. It's a you're like an alternate reality when yeah. you're under the gun, and, sure. and you sometimes you lose your mind. You're in and that zone. You lose your mind with. Yeah, that's why you see guys running up into the stands. Remember old days fighting uh, with people. Sure. They they didn't pre-plan that. It just happened, and no. all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I'm three rows deep in the fan. I'm hitting a guy in the forehead. They short circuit. That's you, Paul Stankowski. He's a tour player. He's going to be on the Champions Tour this year. I'm going to watch him. And uh, he's filling in for Craig today. Craig is uh, running one of our junior tournaments out in Phoenix, I believe. We're at Crest Cars today, Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac, and Crest Volvo. Don't forget them out in Plano. And uh, up next, you know, Paul's done some broadcasting, not just on this show. He's done some other broadcasting, and they're making some changes on TV. I'm going to ask him if it matters at all as a, as a fan of golf next on the ticket. Crest Cars, Crest Volvo, Crest Cadillac, Crest Infinity. If you're looking for a car, now is the time to do it. It's quadruple witching hour. It is the end of the month. It's the end of the year. It's quota time. You can get the greatest deal ever. Uh, Whether you buy a car, whether you get a pre-owned car, whether you get a certified car, at Volvo, Infiniti, and Cadillac. Okay. That'd be Crest Cars. All right, the weather is brought to you by Bob Steak and Chop House. Mm. Mm. Love me some Bob Steak and Chop House. It's the original one on lemon. Oh, yeah. The best. And tell Bob we said hi. We love Bob Sample over there. Uh, the weather is going to be interesting. So Paul and I, Paul Stankowski, filling in for Craig today. We're looking uh, hard at next Wednesday. 
because we're going to go to the Winter Classic. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I fear is rain. Right now, it looks like not much. Might rain Thursday, not Wednesday. Maybe a high of 53, which is just about right. I don't want it ridiculously cold. What's the night before the low? 36. Yeah. So it, you know what? You're gonna get the game a little bit early. Oh, you right? get the game by 10. It's gonna be 10:30. The midway is gonna be, be open. 42. It's yeah. gonna be. Nice. It'll be brisk. Feeling your toque. My toque. <laughs> Probably one of the few guys not wearing a jersey. I'm not a big hockey no. jersey wearer. No. I'm not into that. Either. Quit doing that when I was, I don't know, 30, 25, I don't know. But a lot of people still love it. Anyway, uh, for us, it's, it's raining today, 67, and then it goes in the 50s all next week until it warms up to 65 next Saturday. So We've had a great there. winter so far. We haven't had a winter. I love it. We haven't had a winter, and I have not quit picking, raking up leaves I know. for it's three never, months. Never-ending battle. <sighs> yeah. we got, I have one tree is half of my tree big old they're oak something mm-hmm. but they but they drop their leaves so yeah. I don't know what, and acorns oh gosh I, I wish i could figure out how to make money on acorns because i think i just raked a billion of them up in the last there's not month. enough squirrels out there to pick up all the acorns i know they're everywhere they're beat and you know i'm beginning to think that that trees should be only in forests yeah i'm hoping that the next storm blows two of mine down in my front yard <laughs> Because they're just they they eat up all the, the do, sun and, then and my your, grass dies. And grass and, dies, and then you know, then when they go, like if you have a pear tree, which are really heavy, and, oh, those and, are terrible and uh, fragile, they just fall over. Yeah. It could be anywhere. It could be in your house. It could be in your car. It doesn't matter. So, all right, we're asking Paul about a bunch of stuff regarding to uh, golf. Obviously, do uh, you think Patrick Reed ever gets a uh, captain's pick again, oh, or never boy. say never? Never say never. Yeah, I'd say never say never. Uh, he's a he's a great he's a great pick, just because he's controversial. He's good for fans. Yeah. He's good for media. Is he good for his team? I don't, I don't know. know. That's, a, that's a good question. I don't know. I wasn't inside the locker room. I don't know uh, how that how that all played out. I'm not sure why Tiger played him three gate three straight rounds. I mean, he and he Webb, poor Webb Simpson. He, he believed in him. You yeah, know, he went and, three and. Of course, Webb had to be tied to him because he's the only guy I think wanted to play with him or would put up with him. You would think that there's one guy out there that could handle uh, the the ribbing that he got, mm-hmm. and that's him. Yeah, he doesn't care. Um, so I, it's you know Patrick, what? yeah, it, it, yeah, it's Patrick being Patrick. He he's obviously um, he's fun when he's on, and I mean, and I say fun. Because oh, when he played that know. when he played that match against Rory in that the Ryder was Cup, that beautiful. was that was the best golf ever. And yep. he was just back and forth, just Wagging haymakers. His finger every... at him and, like, and they were both getting into it. I know. That was is, great. And golf good. needs that. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I think from that standpoint, you know, he's going to be on more teams. Uh, I, I think his game will speak for itself, and he'll well, he may if not he, have to be. Yeah, if he qualifies on his own, no big deal. But if yeah. he has to be picked, depends on how old school or, or young school, the, I guess, the uh, the captain's going to be. Well, that's the thing, yeah. I mean, who who who? which captain is it going to be? I mean, you and, still got Mickelson out there that hasn't been – a captain yet, at least not an official one. Yeah, <laughs> he's self-appointed. Um, It'll be interesting. I I, I don't know. But I, the I fact think that Tiger was, picked him, yeah, he picked him and yeah. he played him. He didn't just sit him on the bench. He did not uh, sit him at all. He's a you know the thing is Patrick, the, like I say, that kind of guy. He doesn't care about anybody else. He's out there all by himself mm-hmm. in his mind. Uh, I heard he doesn't even play practice rounds with anybody. I, I mean. But that's okay. It's, it's an individual it's sport. Everybody's different. Exactly. Walk your own beat. He's he's done things that that most people wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, he's you know, but he's uh, he's gritty. 
fiery. Um, I, he's I, a fun villain. There's no, How about he that? Is a, yeah, he's a villain. It, you need somebody to root against because there's so many polite guys on tour. Yeah. It's nice to watch him. It's nice to watch a Pat Perez. It's nice to watch guys sure. that are emotional and they don't care. and they They're have, feisty. They're they an athlete. Personality. They act it's like an different. athlete yeah. instead of a robot. Okay, so CBS is making some changes this year. Mm. Got rid of McCord. Got rid of Peter Costas. Bringing in Davis Love the Third, Trevor Immelman. Does it matter? You know what? Does it matter if Tiger's not playing? Two things. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's yeah, that's up for debate. Um, thankfully, Tiger's still playing. Yep, and playing well. You lose a comedic element. Love him or hate him. Gary McCord is a character. Mm-hmm. Same reason you just yes. said Patrick Reed, Pat Perez, guys who have fire. Their mm-hmm. flags are different. Yep. There's nobody like Gary McCord. There's nobody like Faraday. Those two guys are they're in a different role. Mm-hmm. One on the ground, one in the booth. They're both funny. They're interesting. Like I say, love them or hate them, they're different. It brings a comedic element to the coverage. Peter Costas was, you know, he just he filled his role very well. I liked great, his great. I, I liked his guy. little teachings with the. It, it, Conicomanolta, yeah. Bizhub, yeah, that he is. He, he did it. Was a he place did it very him. well. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, they probably could have kept going for the next ten years, and they'd be fine because it was a part of that team, right? But you, they didn't so, get younger, really. I mean, Trevor Immelman's what well, forty now? Those guys are seventy. But they don't. I know they don't. They don't act, act like it. it. Yeah. Exactly. They're not. They don't act like it. Um, so just on on paper, they lose McCord. The, the comedian. Mm-hmm. They lose uh, Peter, who... The technician, the, right, the, the teacher. The te- yeah, the, the, any seasoned, wise, yeah. you know, whether he everything he said was right, it didn't matter. It, yeah. it, it was the voice. When Vin Scully left L.A., yep. it's hard to watch a Dodger game. I yep. love the Dodgers, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Picking up Trevor Immelman, mm-hmm. his brother Mark Immelman. Right. Um, Who's going to be kind of the Peter Costas, I think, now. I, I think so. I guess. Um, you know, they lose comedy... But they pick up, you know, another accent, so they might sound more intelligent now. Well, Davis the, the broadcast. doesn't have an accent. No, he not does really. not. But but Davis, and that'll be an interesting thing. I like Davis, and, and he, but he's he's kind of a quiet guy. I, um, I miss I'll miss Nablo. He Frank. Oh, actually, Frank Nablo is now going to be on full Frank's time. Frank's going to be there, so he's okay. Frank like is him. actually taking over. I thought he was taking over Peter, Peter's gig. Maybe. Um, I don't know where they're putting him up. I know Dottie's going to have the lead group now. She's going to be the the person interviewing and, and all that type type. No, of she's so I, she's the one that's going to be following the lead group. Well, right, but that's and they still have that um, Amanda Balonis or Balonis doing the interviews at the end, that type of thing. Oh, yeah, I, all yeah, I'm I saying know. is, I don't know who you can put in there that would draw more viewers to a golf match. It's well, the players that are going to yeah, make you, it, right? You don't tune in to the golf tournament. I mean, I don't so tune in because Al so Michaels can, and Chris Collinsworth are, are broadcasting Sunday night. But if the game is good, I'm in. But you know what? But some people would tune out if the announcer team is bad, a.k.a. Monday night. Oh, so, yeah, right? You. So if you. your yeah. team is, if your announcing team isn't. Yeah, if you don't scare anybody away, you're doing okay. There How you about go. that? There you go. Uh, so what can you do to bring them? I mean, people watch Faraday. I, I do believe people probably tune in now to NBC to hear hear david mm-hmm. um or they they go oh yeah they, they hear his voice and they'll this guy's great sure you know gary mccord you know my like my dad didn't like gary mccord not personally but didn't he was like eh, too many antics i right. want to watch golf i want you know 
he was dad was old school, but I think Gary brought a really cool vibe to. And that's what they're trying to, to figure out because all of us are getting older. Is is golf going to be replacing all us olds with a younger crowd that that is going to watch when Tiger's done? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. So, I think with the with with McCord, it probably I bet more young people liked Gary and his style. Yeah, young people because it's he was different and he you know goofy and and that type of thing versus a guy buttoned up. Like, are they is the Gary the didn't treat golf like going to church? No, you know, absolutely. Golf not. should be entertainment. It really is. And it's fighting yeah. for the almighty dollar, like every other uh, endeavor. Right? Football, baseball, baseball. And I think NBC did a great job. I think paralleling Johnny Miller with Zinger. Okay? Yeah. Yep. I think it's basically the same guy, um, just a younger version of him, but can be brash, can can say the things. But I don't think I don't think Zinger's trying to be Johnny, and I don't think you can replace no. Gary. I don't. I think that you, you, you almost be, you if they tried voice. to bring in somebody to replace like McCord Gary, Light. Uh, then, it, then it, then it's a, it's just a, it's a double loss. Yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. of a gimmick as opposed uh-huh. to going, okay. Let's put some. Davis is intelligent. He's been there. He's major winner. He, he's, um, he's respected in the game of golf. Kind of like Justin Leonard, light, or Justin Leonard's maybe Davis yeah. light, but he was in there first because you know Justin's kind of a, um, he's also been a very quiet guy mm-hmm. on the golf course. Doesn't Polite. but but I, he does a great job. I think uh, with the headset on. I, I think he's intelligent. He. Uh, Duvall is the same way, mm-hmm. you know, guy that was quiet behind the glasses. I like Duvall. But I do too, and and he's I I like listening to Dave. I think he does a really good job. So I'll be curious. I'll be watching uh, inquisitively because I I do believe they lose something that I thought made the coverage interesting, right? Outside of golf shots, and that was Gary being Gary. Here's what I'd like to see. I forget the announcers. I want to see more information. I want to see more video graphics. I want to see now the the, the pro tracer is awesome. That's the one thing I can uh, I can watch and appreciate what you guys do, you know how you bend the shots and how you go over trees and looking at a ball in the sky by itself that does nothing for me. The other thing I'd like to see too is they have shot link. They have shot link for everything now. So when you're in the middle of a fairway and you're 160 out, right? What's your rank on the tour from 160 yards out? You're right. That I should, want to know that stuff. That should be there. It should have name. Minus nine, or in my case, plus four, um, and then it would it could say you know one fifty seven to the hole from one fifty to one sixty, he's seventy three percent, or he hits it you know twenty two feet. Yeah, that that is good info, and it's easy. That's it's coming. Very easy. Trust me, that's coming. Good, it is coming with the digital age too. That's the thing we're seeing more and more golf on your tablet, on your mm-hmm. computer, and less people watching maybe at home on on their uh, on the traditional TV. The digital elements coming. There's so much information out there. They are going to continue to infuse that, and it's gonna. It's gonna. Directv does it. I, I do coverage for Directv during a few select tournaments, sure. and they have a launch pad channel, which is strictly one hole, and I it shows that. how far we we watch one hole. Yeah. Tee shots, iron shots, putts into the green, but it's it's the the stat geek. Then they have uh, they have another channel called. Shotlink, I think it's a Shotlink channel mm-hmm. that has all that information. I think we're going to see that coming more on broadcast network as well, uh, added to those things. I think it's fun. The people w- would love to see that, and I think the the whole shot tracer, top tracer, whatever one yep. you want to call it, sure. that week. Um, it's I think that's coming too on every. It, it's a it's a it's an adapter on a camera is what it is basically, mm-hmm. and and so that would be pretty cool to be able to see that on every shot. Uh, I, I'm with you. All right, that's Paul Ketba. That's Paul Stankowski. He's on the PGA Tour. He's going to go on the Champions Tour. 
Shaking hands with the man, Mike Brosen. Happy holidays to you, buddy. Nice beard. I like that. Very sharp. All right, we're at Crest Cars today. Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac, and Crest Volvo. This is okay. This is when Mike. This is when Mike performs. This is the end of the month, the end of the year. This is when all things come together. This is when all the quotas are met. This is when everything's done. Fighting for number one in the nation. In Cadillac. So help him go over, but he'll make you smoke and deal so that you both win. All right. Up next, more with Paul as we broadcast from Crest Infinity in Frisco. Nine thirty-eight on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the T Box. Happy holidays to one and all. New Year's next Wednesday. Winter Classic next Wednesday. Paul Stankowski filling in for Craig Rosengarten today. He'll be back next week. Start a new year. And Vladdy be happy with that. All right. So I need another I need another format, Paul. So the Zurich came up with a genius idea. Terrible. I thought it was a genius idea. Terrible. They got more people signing up for it than they did the tandem, the two-man. Why? You, you can't give a two-year win to a guy that wins a team event. Okay, well, I get that. I'm just talking about the concept. I think It brought more people in. It's fun. Hey, I think we should do that the more Zurich often. Would, okay, so here's my thought, thinking outside the box. Yeah. What would happen, and how many players would show up? You got a two-year exemption. You get out, You got all the accoutrements as you would mm-hmm. a normal tournament. But you only are limited to X amount of clubs. See, I love that idea. I think that would be. I think people would watch that a billion times. I over. think do a three club tournament. Yes. Or four, yes, exactly. Uh, that's fun. See, that's a fun deal. Um, Make people think a little bit. Use some imagination. It would you know? be, you know, like what well, I was thinking about that last night. Like, what would I, what would I use, and and would it favor the bomber? Okay, so. I think you'd have to stagger so dra- the, the setup wedge, of the putter. golf course. Probably isn't going to be seventy five hundred yards. No. You, you've got to stagger it to where some hey some par fours are two eighty. Mm-hmm. Well, DJ's if he pulls his driver, he's not going to hit. He's no. You can't hit it soft. He's not going to put it two eighty. Yeah. So you got to be strategic. Everyone's going to have a putter, mm-hmm. and like what iron do you carry? Although I, I don't know, man. I see guys putt really well with their wedges. With, well, that's true. It, it depends on if you have a, a flatter a leading edge. Sure, you can do that. Um, I love the I love the idea. Whether it's a official tournament or uh, there again uh, an, a silly season exhibition deal, uh, but it would be a lot of fun. My problem would be who would show up outside of the fringe golfers that are just looking for a you know they're looking for do re mi. But I'd is be, it is a top flight marquee player going to show up for that? I'd be if curious. they're not sponsored, you know what? If they paid them enough, if, they're, if the purse was big enough, and th- that's the thing about the the Zurich. Here's a c- scenario: is Say Jordan calls me and says, hey, Stanko, we're going to play in this thing. Nice. And we win. Mm-hmm. Like next right. year. Right. I don't, I, I don't, I mean, a two-year exemption I'd get, there's no way that's ridiculous. That I, that like, that would be my way back in. Oh, I'm going to team up. That's what happened with a, a few. Would you be okay with a one-year? No. No I'd be, year? I'd be okay with the, <laughs> the million bucks. Okay. <laughs> Bring us the cash because we beat everybody. But it's, but it's not an individual event Because I could literally, you know, if, if my partner goes out and, and, you know, on his own ball shoots 63 every day and mm. I help him one time, that's stupid. Uh, my point is it, it's it's not – I don't think it deserves a, a two-year exemption. All the money in the world – because it doesn't give world ranking points. Sure. You don't you – know, I don't – Well, anyway, Tiger's but, tournament but, gets world ranking points. Well, the and Euro. that's silly too. I know There's it. 16 players. I, mean, I know it. 
Okay, gosh, you got I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. So there, I, I, there shouldn't be world ranking points at the tournament of champions, um, at the match play. You get, we're gonna go back historic, nineteen two thousand whatever it was. I forget what year it was, but I I didn't get in the match play. Um, that year, actually, I d- never got in the match play. But um, <laughs> we, but we digress. I did get in the ma- match play, and I finished like thirteenth, top fifteen uh-huh. in, in the opposite field event. Ernie Els, who at the time was you know top five in the world, he missed. He he lost the first round. Okay, mm-hmm. he loses the first round. He's done. He got wor- more world ranking points than I did. <laughs> And he lost I the know. first round, and I wrote the tour, and I'm like, "Hey, what's the deal?" And they're like, "Well, actually, that hurt him because he, his average term, he gets X amount, three points on average. He only got two that that." Oh, geez, I'm so like, sorry. I'm like, like yeah. that's that's the the PGA Tour mentality. Yes, they're, they're it's, trying, a it's, it's like Ooh, it's like mirrors, uh-huh. um, sleight of hand. But yeah, I, I, that's my point. I think it's a fun event. It is fun to watch, um, and. and not to knock the guys who have who have taken advantage mm-hmm. of of the team win and, yeah. and Ka- Ryan Palm RP mm-hmm. yeah. won with John Rom yeah and I watched that and RP played every bit as good as John Rom so it was it was not like it a, was a team and, and I'm not dogging the guys right. who, who got that I'm just saying in general to me it's ridiculous that they get, they it offers, get the same amount of awards for that. a yeah. two year uh, that's silly to me I would love to see when I used to ask the golfers the crazy questions and the one that I always like to ask is how many What's the minimum amount of clubs you need to shoot par? Um, if we went out and played, and let's say it's a seven thousand yard course, yeah, you know, it's not crazy to shoot well. even par. Um, I think, I think I could, I could do it in four clubs. That's about the norm, I hear. Yeah, about four clubs. Because I think you, you take a driver, you take a. A seven iron, or you just take a strong three, a wood. wedge, and well, I like my driver better. Okay, because um, you're only gonna, I could probably hit that off the deck into a par five. Yeah, but, uh, driver, seven iron, lob wedge, and putter. Okay, you know, I can I can turn the seven iron into a 200 yard club if I need to, um, to get to a par three that might be. But I'm not having, I don't have many shots inside or over 175 yards right. into if I play the right set, right set of tees. Five clubs for sure. Like we don't need fourteen of them. You know, Probably not. So many we? days of golf that there are four or five clubs I don't hit. Now, a sign of a good golf course is one in which you hit Use all everything. your clubs, I, and that's happened a lot. In fact, it happened at Q School. Even the golf courses wasn't it wasn't that long. Um, I think I hit every club in my bag at least twice. I'm uh, always surprised when I look at like again. I got to get some. I got to get some new sticks. I, they're about five years old, and the grooves are starting to wear out and everything. But um, what I find interesting are the clubs that are hardly used. Right. They they look brand new. Yeah, considered three and by four others. irons are, are. Yes. Well, I use hybrids on those these days. I've I've, I've acquiesced to my age, but um, yeah, there's certain clubs like uh, I very rarely hit a nine iron yeah. for for whatever reason. I don't know. You're getting hybrids into those, so you might even move up a tee. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, I can. I'm 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 a senior age. I, I know. I can move up. One thing I learned from you. So when we when we go out and play. And and people are starting to are, really should be playing from the tees that are meant for them. Yes. And forget the colors. Forget the ladies' tees. Forget all this other stuff. And the way I looked at it was this: is whatever you're hitting into a green, whatever club you're using, I should be hitting the same club. Sure. 
I, I so if I need to move up two tee boxes to do that or three or whatever, now I'm not grinding hitting three and four irons in every green because I'm trying to play. I'm trying to see the whole course. I, I think that's the craziest thing everyone says. I want to, I want to play from the back tees because I want to see the whole course. Yeah. Well, it, it also happens the other way. You start moving up in tees, some of these hazards start coming into play that normally don't come into play. So you've yes. got to think a little bit more. For a longer hitter, it, it's almost more difficult from an up tee. Dub Mountain out in Tucson where they used to play the match play. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we go out there a couple times a year, and, and we would play the gold tees, which are like one up, maybe mm-hmm. one up. And, and all the bunkers are in play, and it, it like, oh, I can cover this bunker, but now that one's in play. You go to the back, like I barely get to that one. That one's yeah. not even in play. You can so swing as hard as you want. You don't have to worry about bigger, it. But yep. it, for So I get that. It, it's almost more difficult the shorter the golf course. That's what I was thinking. Because – if you're going to have to hit driver, mm-hmm. you know, 380 yard hole with right. bunker, you're like no, I, I'm going to have to fit one in down there on an awkward angle across a dogleg versus from the back. You have big fairways. So conversely, the the 12 handicapper who wants to play the tips, I'm like you're a moron. Unless you just want to build your handicap up, you can shoot 100, move it up to your tees, and I like the idea. If you know, I'd like to move up a tee so I can hit the same club into a green that Dustin Johnson hits <laughs> because I yeah, played I in the one Corn Ferry event in San Francisco, and I played with Brandon Matthews, who's a long – he was number one on they the Corn Ferry. They have bombers on the, on, the, on the Corn Ferry tour. I was 85 yards behind yeah. him on one hole, and two holes later, I hit four iron into a green. He hit a, well, he hit a nine iron. So four and nine. That's ridiculous. The advantage on that is is – Outrageous. Yes. You know, so. It was hard. And that's part of the problem. So I saw one, they showed one camera shot. They said they had Dustin Johnson. I want to say Luke Donald. <laughs> it was kind of a bunner. And you couldn't even see Luke Donald. <laughs> I mean, he was just so, it looked like you're putting on the binoculars backwards. Uh-huh. You know, he looked like he was about 10 miles away. And maybe guys like that can get used to it, that I'm just going to out finesse him. I'm going to out putt him. I'm going to do whatever. But it's still, as a guy, it gets in your craw when it's your guys are Walmarting you on every shot. There's no doubt. I, I took a picture. I played a practice round <laughs> with our with our Eddie Lore yeah. uh, and another guy in some corn fairy event this year, and and it was a practice round. And this par five, like there was a bunker at about 290 that I couldn't carry, and I'm landing in into a little upslope, and they could carry the bunker and. I took a, vi- a picture of like here. Here's my world, and yep. Eddie looks so small. He's six foot nine. Yeah, he's like Pluto, and they were fifty, at least yards ahead of me, and and he's just giggling. Uh huh. Stanko, how's it feel back there? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's it, it's a great sport. It's a crazy sport. I'm, I hope they start modernizing, but not. Not trying to do it, and I, I like the uh, coming up with a different format as far as maybe less clubs. I saw uh, Ballesteros and, and Trevino play a one club at St Andrews. Ooh, and Ooh. Ballesteros beat him by a shot. Ballesteros shot even par with no a five kidding. iron. With a five iron. iron, and he was getting out of pot bunkers with a five iron. Yeah, and that was the most mesmerizing golf ever because they had to play. They had to chip. They had to putt. They had to. I mean. Uh, Ballesteros is hitting flop shots with a five uh-huh. iron because he's sure. just a magician. And same thing with Trevino. Yeah. That, to me, rather than tricking up a golf course like a U.S. Open and making it so difficult that it doesn't even reward good shots, yeah. maybe they're lucky shots, yeah. um, that does nothing for me. But give me something where somebody has to use some imagination, some real talent. Remember the old Merrill Lynch shootout? Uh-huh. So they used to have that where they had nine guys and they would drop a guy on every hole. And if you tied a hole, you play horse. And one guy got to choose where to hit the shot from, the the, the, sh- 
the shot off. Right. And I'll never forget the time Tom Watson went to the 18th uh, TV tower at TPC Four Seasons and hit a chip shot from up there. Oh, no Walked kidding. all the way up. And he was getting up there. It took him about 10 minutes to walk up there. And he put it on the green. Wow. And the other guy never hit. I mean, just stuff. That, to me, is fun. Yeah, that's fun. You know, rather than just grinding and grinding, because there's enough of that out there already. Yeah. I bet Makes if you ask Lee and, and uh, Seve what their most fun round of golf was, it was probably that one. Oh, it because was, it, it, it was glorious. It, it, it brings out your creative side. Yes. And it's fun. And because it showcases it, your talent. Yeah. Because you Seve, guys are artists. Seve was amazing. Oh, he was ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I used to try to hit balls off my knees. Uh-huh. And, and same thing. Bunker shots using a five iron off my knees. I got pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. But it was watching guys like Seve get creative. And, and he would get down solo, wide stance, mm-hmm. squatting down, and hitting flop shots that – he literally hit over his head. And he a wasn't a technician. It was all feel. No, feel. It was feel, feel, feel and feel. imagine. He was an artist. Yeah. All right, that's Paul Stankowski, the great Paul Stankowski. I'm glad he was able to uh, be our, by our side today. Thank it's you fun. so much. Lots uh, of fun, buddy. Up next, we will mix with, from what I see here, two gentlemen that make up a show called Spare Parts. We'll find out who those two are next on the ticket. All right, uh, 9.56 on the ticket. T-Box winding down at the greatness of Crest Cars in Frisco today. Crest Cadillac, Crest Infinity, and Crest Volvo. I want to thank them for being with us all these years and all of our other sponsors. My least favorite part of the day. Is what? Leaving? Yeah, we're winding down. We're winding down. I'm so excited. Now it's over. I know. What are we going to do the rest of the day? Quick two hours. I'm, I'm doing Christmas again tomorrow at a, at a split shift. Because the kids, uh, son and daughter-in-law, were coming in this weekend, so we just split everything up. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of like an old when, you, as you get older, your birthdays last like a week. It seems like you know they can't get the stuff. And uh, how about if I get you on three days from now? Take you out this. Okay, that's cool. Keeps on giving, baby. That's Paul Stankowski. I want to thank him for being on with us today. Happy holidays to you. You too, buddy. And uh, expect a, a really good year from you too this year. I think you're going to do really well. I, I was ten under. That's really that's pretty darn good. Well. It wasn't good enough, my friend. I know, but you were really close. Yeah, I can't, two wait. Shots I can't wait. It'll be fun. I, I want to get on the golf course with you. It's been a long time okay. since we played. You keep telling I need me. To. You, you, I, I see pictures of you playing all these really cool places. And Whatever. I, I want to thank uh, Kern out here engineering. Happy holidays to you. And back at the station. Well, you can say, yeah. I was just going to say the same to you. Yeah, and next time you see Kern, if you see him out and about, ask him to show you his new wallet. It's a cool one. It's pretty it's cool. cool. I it's like it. I love cool. it. Yep, see? And back at the station, Jay King and Zach Babb for uh, doing an exemplary job, as always. Uh, next week we'll be at uh, uh, Classic BMW, another longtime client. We'll try and get through the uh, Cowboy game on Sunday. But let's bring on uh, two gentlemen that make up a show entitled Spare Parts. What's Travis up, boys? Me- Is it Mejia or Mejia? It's Mejia. Okay. Yeah. And Ryan Medellin, you guys both sound like a cartel. Yeah. Gosh, Mejia, Medellin. People actually Columbia. looked at us, though, they'd be sorely disappointed. It's the opposite. Yeah. We're the uh, widest Spanish having last namers of all time. Yeah, but you'll be, you'll be the best. You'll Is be it the one and XIA, like the no, town? It's M E J I A. J. Yeah, it's, it's Mejia. Not, it's not like the city Mejia. Mahia. Now my name, or, or, or is the my grandma? You say Mahir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not that one either. But my name is spelled exactly like the cartel. So really, 
for so what he's lacking in his. That? What's that? No. You have not anything in your family tree? Anything? Any De Niro trickling down to if we, Ryan? If we go on vacation to the to Mexico or like a resort town, something like that. Ooh, vacation. Mm. We usually get a easier time upgrading <laughs> rooms. Really? Oh yeah. Because I tried nice. that this this summer, and uh, they said, "No, sir, white man, you stay in the <laughs> you stay you stay in the bad room." <laughs> I see. Well, so. Rick, to change your name to Medellin. Yes, sir. <laughs> I had a question you for you. So you said your you said your kids coming in town to do Christmas this weekend. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you still in the holly jolly spirit? Because for me, I am the biggest Christmas P one ever. It's my favorite holiday. I love the season. I love the whole month of looking at lights, listening to the music. But as right. soon as midnight hits on the twenty fifth, which is now the twenty sixth, you're done. I am not listening to another Christmas song. I almost not despise looking at lights, but I'm kind of over them. I'm over the holly jolly spirit. Do you are you still able to bring yourself up for it? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm one of those types that I'm not big on exterior decorations. Okay, I think Let's I was the only one on my street without lights this year. Did Ooh, you throw uh, up I'm the right lasers? No, like, I, I refuse to yeah. do that because that's a total give up. I don't understand. The one, They're everywhere now, but that is stupid. so easy. It's the kind Paul where the, you put a light in and it rotates. And your tr- your house looks like a Christmas present or something. It just it looks oh, like an acid no. trip. It looks some like an EDM them, concert. Some of them are cool if it's like uh, an accent, like you accent wall your house or something. That, that's yes. different. I'm talking about the ones that spin. Yeah, and it no, looks like you're yeah. at a club and a techno yeah. horrible disco. Concert. Like there's some in my neighborhood that are pretty good. Like yeah. there's this one house. They have one for every season, and they stick that sucker yeah, out there. So and much. some of them are okay and whatever. Yeah, no, I uh, I took my tree down on the 26th. We ripped that sucker down. Yeah, I like the light that my tree gives off Me in the too. living room. It's kind of got great ambiance. Yeah, I Ooh. wish I could keep Ooh. it all year. That was fun. But take the you know ornaments down. It's a good nightlight. Out to different seasons. It is yeah, a great nightlight. Yeah, you, the day you do it, you take everything down that night. It looks you're empty. Like, oh, it's just and it looks really empty. Lamps. And, yeah, our so, mantle looks good. It's got some of that hall. Not hall. What's the thing with the red garlands? Garland. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah it's garland, uh, but it's got the red cranberries. Oh no, your poinsettias. There you. No, the, that's, that's the red plants. Are you talking plan. about anyway, the little the, red it's bead got the, things? It's decorative on our mantle, and you know the stockings are hung. Mm-hmm. And it, but my wife, it looks like right out of a, out of a you know Better Homes and Garden Christmas edition. Is it I, more? Good. It looks kind of cool. Is you it know? more of a beating to put lights. it up or take it down? I think taking it down is way worse. No, I think that's. I just easy. showed up one day and it was all up. Because me, I, see, my, our custom was always wait till uh, New Year's. Really? Yeah. Take, yeah, that's what we We'll take down. the lights down on New Year's, but the inside of the house, we, I don't it was different this year. We kind of we were done with Christmas when Christmas was over. Like like halfway through Christmas day, I was kind of ready to wrap things up. Yeah, I am um, I love Christmas day cuz that means everything is done. Yeah. Leading up to it, there's always something I think, am I missing something? Am I missing somebody? Do I, do I need to add one more gift? The tree doesn't look fair you know that's what that's what moms do they they check and they, they they're the one that stage all the presents yeah and if one kid ha- looks like they're getting a little short end of the stick then oh we gotta, we gotta do something about that even though even though their 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 uh their gifts are like three times as much money because yeah. now they're getting into electronics and everything okay so i yeah. do want to do this while we have because okay. we have another man a part of the show and that is matt Ooh. birmingham who's acting as third leg slash producer today hello how's it going hey, guys? Matt. and i know hey, we have a professional golfer that we're speaking to right now, Paul. Yep. Talking about you, not Rick, obviously. <laughs> um, Matt, do you want to pose your question? Because this is something I struggle with, and I think it sounds like a goofy question, but I legit think this is something that I need to figure out a good way to, to go about it. Paul, I have a question for you. 
Yes, sir. So one thing I'm always wondering whenever I'm watching golf is pretty much you're seeing the players for about four straight hours as they're completing the holes. And one thing I always wondered was, do you have a regiment or some sort of routine you go through pre or during which where you go to the bathroom and make doo-doo? <laughs> okay, so that's a, that's a great question. Thank and you. it's obviously pretty important. Um, can be. It's the yeah. most important. You wear white pants. It, it, you know, when you tee off at noon, like I, I would think that I'm probably like most people that you, you might have to post up in the morning, morning and, and, night. and at night, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. the uh, the noon tea time. Never heard of posting up before. Right? That <laughs> like that. That's term. an interesting way of putting it. Yeah. Um, Porzingis is doing a lot so of posting up lately. Noon to <laughs> noon to four, noon to five. I, d- I don't tend to, you know. Yeah, it's not your time. Exactly. But that I tell you what, at seven o'clock tea time in the morning, <laughs> the worst. That's challenging. So yeah. most most guys. Bring a bag? Have to get no. You got to get up like three hours before your tea time. So oh, you have to trick your um, body. You just got to get up and get up. You make that first pot of coffee. Walk around the room a little bit. Get things Some percolating. Calisthenics. And blow it out because because the worst thing you can do, especially in the summertime when things warm up, the worst thing you can do is at the golf course before you go play, is to have your first yeah, deuce of the right. day because because then you know. You, you're sweaty, and yeah, then all of a sudden, you might not get you, it all. You, by the end of the day, you get the ring of fire. <laughs> yeah. So that's what horse uh, so horse races trying to make a good. They play. do that though. The horse racing horses. I heard they do that. They right evacuate before a race. prior to the race. Right well, before. But that's a horse. <laughs> See, to me, I would be nervous on what I ate that morning because you don't want to have a mass evacuation on the fourth this hole. Is, yeah, that's that was my other most question. Most people are going to eat the same. Like, we have we oh, have buffets got... at the golf course, yes. which are great. But and most of the time, it's oatmeal and eggs and bacon. Ooh, you know? Matt's got to follow up. Yeah, I my other wait. question is, while you're doing golf, though, so suppose you try <laughs> to do, do that beforehand. Why do you say it like that? While you're doing golf. You know how to while, say it, right? While golf is happening, is yes. there, like, a special mm. player's porta potty or something like that that they could go in? Or yeah, they'll, they'll have... Like a VIP? They'll have probably six holes will have a, a uh, portalette, porta potty <laughs> near our tee box. Okay, just to add to Matt's... Matt's uh, inquisitiveness here. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been stuck there for an inordinate amount of time, and you're now oh, you're worried no. about your group is already kind of on the green? And <laughs> yeah, do you have to share with the common back? folk? No, no, we, we you can. I mean, obviously, if you've if you're on one of those holes, you got to go, and whether it's one or two, and there's I'm a not, player. and there's not a yeah, you just run. There's usually a bank of twelve or fifteen, so you you don't, or you typically just cut in line, and you get the look on your face, but you just hold up your glove like, hey, I'm playing, yeah, uh, and you're in pants, but the uh, yeah, you just. I've never taken a, a deuce in one of those things, though. That's for sure. Well, yeah, you really, that's, that's it, desperate times. They're hot yeah, as that's yes. bad if you've got no ventilation. You'd hate to drop your yardage book in the blue water. No ventilation. Which is oh, bad. No, no ventilation. Uh, it's bad. I did get an applause in New York coming out of a porta potty once. Because? Uh, it just, because it was, the porta potty was right where everyone was standing, walking off of a green. I had to pee and. I got out and everyone clapped. I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody was it wanted because to use of it. the orchestra you were performing. No, inside I didn't. It, or it was, like that. It was you just, just really like nailed that shot. Is perfect what happened. pitch. It was just one <laughs> in the hole. Exactly. No, that's uh, a great question though, Matt. Yeah, yeah. like I said, yeah. it sounded goofy, but then I was thinking no. about it because if I have an early morning tea time, I'm that's the biggest stress of my day is if I don't go before I get on the course because I know it's going to hit at some point and mm-hmm. ruin my day, so to speak. Just got to get up early, buddy. Well, thank you for your awesome. candidness, Thanks, Paul. Paul. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll talk. Potty poop, 
talk all, all you want. All day, right? A lot of good stories. So you guys are hoping for a, a Cowboy loss. I don't know what I want. Misery, or do you care? I, I guess I don't care, but I know as soon as the game kicks off, I'm going to be rooting for the Cowboys and really get mad when they make stupid plays. When's the Eagle game? Is it same time? time. Same time. Wow. So they they both, same time. both back yep. to 325. Yeah. But the players swear they're not going to be watching the scoreboard of that one. But they're not yeah, going to know sure. what's happening. They're just worried about what's happening on their field. Take care you know of what? business. It might not matter. Yeah. That would be the last. Is Eli starting? Uh, no. Jordan? No, he's out today. He's out? No, Eli, Eli. Oh, the other <laughs> the Eli. Manning. The, the Manning yeah. Eli. Yeah. Uh, no, Daniel Jones is playing. So he's back again? Yeah. Interesting. I thought that would be one last one last uh, beat down. Yeah. One, <laughs> one, one, one last finger that Eli could give to the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that would be a way to do it. They kind of give it to themselves. Gosh, what a what an awful year. It's it so has bad. been de- depressing. And to but, think this uh, team was being talked about as a Super Bowl contender or going undefeated. Did we do it every year? Had, no, this year was. No, I mean, the, psych our, the noise was louder this year. Yeah, maybe it, it was, but we do this every year. We psych ourselves up, and we're you know, the Cowboys are gonna make a run this year, and we've been doing the same thing for this, ten years. But this is the one year they should have I done something. Yeah, like I all suppose. those other years, it's it, yeah, you're they a, fan. Had a crappy you, conference, a, c- a crappy division. Unbelievable. I mean, freaking! All you gotta do is be five hundred. And you're in first. You win the dang thing. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that at 1030 right after the top of the show. But uh, we got to get out of here because we got to start this spare parts journey. All right, buddy. Happy holidays. Love you guys. Bye, golf. Bye, Paul. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station.